Welcome to AMD Tech Talk, your source for the latest in data center innovation and insight on AMD's latest technology breakthroughs. And now here's your host, Jim Green. Thanks for listening today. Our guest is Vicky Sianica, product manager at Hexagon for the MSC NASTRAN product family. Vicky, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Jim. We'll get to how Hexagon is a leader in simulation software in a moment, but Vicky, can you please tell us just a little bit about yourself? Sure, absolutely. I am originally from Greece. I came to the U.S. for master and PhD studies in mechanical engineering in the areas of uncertainty quantification, optimization, and reliability of mechanical systems. Through my entire professional journey, I've dedicated myself to the simulation industry almost, uh, particularly within the automotive and aerospace sectors. And I've explored areas like linear and nonlinear analysis, NVH, durability, and optimization. I'm a data scientist as well, and I'm really interested in machine learning and deep learning applications in, in, in engineering. As you mentioned, currently I'm the product manager of MSC Nashon. Uh, uh, a software that I would say serves as a cornerstone in the simulation industry, and we provide solutions for a vast array of applications. So that's a bit about me. I'm grateful to be here today. You're a Renaissance woman. Well, <laughs> Hexagon delivers solutions that address multiple markets and use cases. But today's discussion, we're going to focus on the multi-physics and fluid dynamics areas. How does simulation software help organizations in this, in, in this domain? Well, great question to actually kick off the discussion. Um, I would like uh, to start by first talking about multi-physics simulation uh, um, in, uh, in detail. So I like to think of simulation as a virtual laboratory where engineers can actually conduct their experiments and explore complex phenomena within a virtual environment. Now, multi-physics include multiple physics, as its name suggests, like structures, fluid dynamics, acoustics, thermal and electrical phenomena. So it can be really, really difficult to predict how each of these will impact the design, especially when they all affect each other. Even if you have a physical prototype, which is still the case, it's still very difficult to predict how all these physics and the natural forces the design is exposed to are going to affect its performance. So I would say that what really multiphysics brings into the table is its ability to model a design virtually and test all this physics in very accurate simulations. This allows the engineers to predict how the design will handle strain and fatigue, how it will move when it has pressure on it, how will it expand if heat is applied, or even what sounds it will actually make. All of these predictions are made within a virtual environment. And when we do make the prototypes, we can test them to make sure that these uh, results are actually valid. Now, for organizations like automotive, aerospace, energy, uh, simulation is really a game changer. First and foremost, it enables predictive modeling without the need of physical prototypes, as I just mentioned in order to assess how different designs and loading conditions might impact the results. The benefit is that engineers can iterate on their designs much, much faster and earlier in the design process. Ideally, everything is modeled and tested visually and the physical prototype is only made once the team is confident that the design will meet all the requirements. 
Furthermore, I would say that simulation software helps organizations reduce time to market by streamlining the design process. For example, by simulating fluid dynamics and structural dynamics in a multi-physics manner now, organizations can now iterate quickly, fine-tune their designs, and uncover potential issues very early in the design process. An example is an EV battery pack. Engineers can now validate the design for safety and reliability with accurate multi-physics, to assess structural integrity, durability, class, and optimize the battery, considering at the same time heat dissipation, thermomechanical issues, and, and so on. And just to conclude, I would say that uh, simulation software helps organizations to significantly cut costs by minimizing, as we mentioned, the need for extensive physical tests. This, as a result, of course, uh, makes the cost reduced for the customers as well. Physical tests are orders of magnitudes more expensive than virtual simulations, and they can be extremely limited. On the flip side, an organization can perform thousands, if not millions, of virtual simulations to validate the design in order to save time, resources, and budgets. So I would say that these are, in essence, what multiphysics is all about and how simulation software benefits organizations today. The benefits go much further and deeper than I had anticipated. So that's a great summary. Thank you. What are some of the challenges customers face when they're trying to implement simulation workloads or implement and structure and, and plan simulation tasks? I would start by saying by the complexity of the simulations, which can really be very challenging. So uh, having multiple physical phenomena interacting with each other, as the name multiphysics suggests, and sometimes in a coupled manner, means understanding a two-way interaction between different physics. Just to give you an example, a coupled physics problem might be understanding how air that is moving through a fan blade will cause the structure to vibrate, or how heat might make materials expand uh, or be more flexible. This can be extremely challenging to simulate virtually, and it's impossible to predict with physical models alone. So an engineer needs to understand the problem as well as what the software is capable of and bring their expertise to the challenge. Now, that's one thing. Uh, the other thing is that no matter how sophisticated multi-physics tools are, they still require human experience and the fundamental understanding of the underlying physics. There should be the way you think of it is that there should be no expectation that you, there's existing something out there where you just push a button and it gives you a hundred percent reflection of the world we're living in and a hundred percent accurate prediction of the results. So as engineers, we'll still have to be able to assess the right approach to the problem, create an accurate model and configure the simulation correctly in order to obtain results within a reasonable time frame, of course, and extract correct insights out of them. So that's an interesting interaction between human intelligence and experience and and incredibly powerful tools. That tends to that kind of brings us to the nexus point of how are things technologies like AI shaping the capabilities of software in the in this area? What do you think it could it could unlock and what new challenges might it introduce in terms of expanding the scope for a project or reducing the scope? Oh my God. I, I think this is one of my favorite questions. Uh, AI is really revolutionizing the capabilities of the software in the multi-physics arena. And it's unlocking potential that was previously unthink unthinkable. 
We're talking now about running models, building the digital planes that operate in lightning speed compared to their full fidelity ones and obtaining results in almost uh, real time. Engineers can explore defective data sets in a matter of seconds before they even occur in the field. And uh, it allows them to actually discover design modifications needed early in the design process and actually explore those defective data sets or failure modes that even an experienced engineer would not have even thought about. Uh, we're talking about real-time analysis, as I mentioned. Uh, we're talking about generative AI, which is really disrupting traditional engineering workflows by allowing for efficient optimization, design exploration, for example, and exploring the entire design space and identify configurations that meet multiple physics-based criteria at the same time while tackling multiple design objectives and all that in a fraction of the time. Uh, we have ChatGPT, which is revolutionizing the approach to technical support and conventional knowledge dissemination within the engineering community. Uh, and we as Hexagon actually have a plethora of products in this domain, like MSC Apex Generative Design or Odyssey, which can apply AI and ML to CA simulation and production. Well, I can I can hear the excitement in your voice when you <laughs> when you describe those things, and it really is a it, it sounds super compelling. So historically, real-time, especially the real-time work, simulation requires a, a lot of horsepower to provide the compute infrastructure for that. What requirements are you seeing and how are they changing and how are they evolving as the sphere of problems you can address and model and simulate seems to be growing so exponentially? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, first of all, I would start by saying that the answer to this question, especially in the simulation domain, uh, depends on the type of software and analysis that the engineer is intending to use. In the realm of structural analysis, we're still not seeing as much demand for compute power as much as we see for applications within computational fluid dynamics. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, having said that, traditionally engineers have relied on CPUs for their ability to handle complex algorithms and sequential tasks. Now, uh, CPUs, of course, excel in handling this type of uh, computations like model analysis with fast eigenvalue solvers and so on. In a CFD simulation, on the other hand, the parallel processing of capabilities of GPUs is where uh, the huge difference has been made, especially on the calculation uh, uh, times. And I would say that when it comes to multi-physics simulations in general, the choice between the two, GPU, CPU, depends on the specific requirements of the simulation, as I just mentioned. Now, I would say that parallelism and scalability are, are still central considerations in every single simulation software that Hexagon offers. We see a lot of needs in vibroacoustic analysis, especially with electrification in the automotive industry. Frequencies shift to higher, uh, higher frequencies for analysis. Models are becoming larger and simulations require much more large uh, memory systems. Uh, we're talking about two terabytes or more that previously was not even considered. We really see uh, the need of high powered hardware computational resources in order to enable engineers to study more complex physics. Mm -hmm. So Hexagon's been working with, with AMD in the past. How does it help to be able to access and influence what the next generation of hardware can do to provide that scalability or compute horsepower that you need to make sure your customers either more performant or more efficient or more productive? 
Another great question, Jim. We have been working closely with AMD to ensure that our software reaps the benefits of the latest processors that AMD offers. And I would like to, to talk by giving you a specific example. Last year, uh, in December, we published a joint case study with AMD in order to deliver performance highlights of MSC Nashan on a fourth generation AMD Epic processor. And I can tell you that compared to the previous generation, the performance uplifts were significant. So the top performing post-generation Epic uh, processor can deliver up to one and a half times the performance for a specific MSC National workload compared to the highest performing third-generation Epic uh, AMD Epic processor. So this is really something, right? That's a big, that's a big jump. Yeah, yes. of course. I guess I shouldn't have uh, provided performance or efficiency or productivity because I'm sure customers want all of, all of the above. Yeah. Great. Hey, Vicky, where can, can folks find out more about Hexagon and, and the MSC NASTRAN solutions you're delivering to market now? Yeah, uh, we have a website. Of course, on our web website, you can find much more about what Hexagon offers and all of our solutions, all of our workflows, what products participate in and, and those solutions, and really have a deep understanding of how to utilize those products in order to complete those end-to-end -end workflows. Excellent. I hope, and I'm, I'm sure it's probably pretty visual as well, because a lot of these solutions that you talk about just lend themselves to, again, you're, you're modeling real world. So I imagine of it's pretty course. fascinating stuff to look at. As for us, yes. Visual is always <laughs> the best way to understand, and I, I mean, especially when it comes to simulation. <laughs> as we sit here on our audio podcast, yes. This has been a great discussion, Vicky. Thanks so much for sharing your insights with us today. Oh, thank you, Jim, for having me again and looking forward to talking to you again. And of course, looking forward to keep our excellent collaboration with uh, AMD in the future. It's much appreciated. And thanks to the audience for listening as we talk tech. Until next time. Thanks for joining AMD Tech Talk. Find out more about the technologies discussed today at www.amd.com.